Welcome to Real Estate Radio. I'm Tanya Escabel with Cross Country Mortgage. And And I'm Liz Gatlin with uh, Southern Athena. And we are excited to be here today um, to continue to share things about real estate, everything real estate, making money moves in real estate. Absolutely. So this episode, we're going to be talking about spring and selling season and then everybody's favorite topic, taxes. But uh, we're also going to be talking about a little bit about what's going on in our lives and getting ready for Easter and how April is really the start of selling season mm-hmm. and what you can do to prepare for your family and prepare for getting busy in real estate here, whether you're in the business or investing. Either way, now is a great time to get your ducks in a row. Yeah, so I'm excited to share just some things and strategies to help people, um, especially in the Nashville market. It is so like uh, on fire. Um, we're going to be talking about cash buyers and what interest rates are doing right now. Right. So super excited to um, to share some of that information with everyone today. Um, but talking about taxes and family, um, I am now a grandmother. I know. So I had my first grandchild. So I'm having an increase in family size. <laughs> it's amazing and so sweet. I've seen the pictures. She's adorable. She is so cute and how many weeks is she now? She is um, going to be three weeks on Tuesday. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And how are how's your son and wife? They're his doing wife great. Doing? They're trying to learn the adjustment of scheduling, um, and just you know, just, you know, at first you're just tired and exhausted, and it's exciting, um, but then you've got you know the sleeping schedule that you're trying to figure out and yes. try to get. So that's where they're at right now in those beginning stages. But she is so sweet. Um, so they. Um, they're just learning how to, you know, sleep, go to bed early, or right. you're super up early. And so it's just adjusting to that and getting your body to adjust to that, too. So. Absolutely. And your son is part of your business. He is. So uh-huh. did y'all give him a paternity leave? No, of course not. <laughs> when you work um, for your family business. I, I do, um, you know, some of the things that obviously COVID changed a lot of industries last year and just a lot of dynamics in our in our country. But for our side, on the mortgage side, we're able to work from home. And right. so he has a home office, um, you know, it's outside the house. So it's like his man cave, what we call it. Um, so he's able to go there and still work and take a break if he needs to and help out with the baby. So that has been a blessing for us just being able to be more remote and working more mobile. So that way he can be there when he needs to help her. One of the things I love about the real estate industry is you do see a lot of family owned businesses and multi multi-generational businesses. Mm-hmm. My first broker, uh, when, cause I was really young when I got into real estate he said, you know, his daughter was slightly younger than me. And I asked if he would encourage her to get into real estate. He said, absolutely. I have been telling her she needs to be in this Mm -hmm. industry forever. And I think that's just a testimony to that. This is a great industry to be in all the way around. Yeah. So the daughter's still not there yet. She's still in entertainment out in LA. So we'll see. She's, I think she's about getting ready to come home. Hopefully, hopefully it's been six years, but Fingers crossed. Well, you and yes. Danny are so much fun. I'm sure y'all are amazing grandparents, and that's just really exciting, especially coming into spring. You have all mm-hmm. the all the spring freshness to go with it. So it's really well, you're just at first just so nervous because they're so tiny. Like she was so tiny, and I haven't held like a 
one, two, a or new, three days. A new yeah, in twenty eight years. Like, it's been <laughs> like oh, so oh uh, so we're just kind of like the frozen grandparents going. <laughs> what do we do? But every day, it. you know, gets better. We get to see her at least two or three times a week. Um, oh. So that's that's lovely. And we um, actually hopefully can close on a piece of land a half a mile from them. So we are those greedy grandparents that are going to be close. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about a little bit about that in one mm-hmm. of the last episodes. Mm-hmm. So if y'all didn't hear about kind of building that multi-generational wealth and investment strategy, uh, go back to those previous episodes and you'll hear all about it. Absolutely. So that's my personal like fun that's happened <laughs> since our last episode. How about you? We've, you know, we've been staying really busy. We're doing a ton of remodels because everybody's still pretty cooped up so we're in the throes of construction construction Mm -hmm. is crazy rain or shine it it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and uh i know we talked about offices last time like delays are a real thing codes is pretty backed up but then selling season is also starting and so we've got listings coming to market staging Mm-hmm. getting everything ready and then making sure those pictures are perfect with mm-hmm. all the new grass and flowers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that everything looks ready to go so we can get multiple offers. Yeah. And even this week, um, we received multiple offers on a property, a commercial property that we had had for sale for quite some time. And they all came in three back to back in two days. So mm-hmm. it's, it's time yeah. and people can feel that energy picking up in the market. Mm-hmm. And we've got a lot to discuss about selling season and how you can position yourself to benefit from selling and kind of getting your ducks in a row now. So you're ready to go, whether you're buying or selling. Mm-hmm. So um, the whole officing has been a fun investment from a real estate standpoint for yes. me, but dealing with um, the remodel part of it <laughs> has been much longer than what I thought. So um, eventually we'll have our beautiful studio to show our listeners, but it is the reality whether you're in the business or not, you know, um, manufacturers are just backlogged. And even when you think about it's not just, you know, your hardware for your cabinets or your mm-hmm. windows, but even from a furniture standpoint, um, you know, they told me four to six weeks and I ordered in January and now they're telling me end of April. So it's like, that's a big delay on furniture I've never experienced before. Well, and if you imagine that in a construction process and you can't move forward until certain pieces are in place with your construction timeline, mm-hmm. it can be extremely challenging for GCs and for homeowners to deal with those unexpected de- delays. And we're always mm-hmm. finding new ways to set expectations with our customers and clients. But that has been a real challenge is how do you schedule not knowing that, oh, this got back ordered or this got delayed two weeks and then it throws your whole timeline off. So yeah. we've just been asking everybody to be really patient and we Sometimes we re-navigate and redo selections just Mm -hmm. to make things work. So, And that was where it was going to be challenging for me because I don't really want to start over and reorder everything and then get more delays. All that time. So it's like the only choice right now is to kind of keep waiting and hoping it's going to be end of April. But it has been an experience. And, you know, just with my builders that I work with, because I do work with a lot of builders, Mm -hmm. and they're delayed more than they've ever been. And so 
it is it is challenging to continue to set different expectations because it, it really is out of their hands. I mean, with codes being behind the manufacturers, the suppliers, it's just really hard um, to keep things on track compared to what it was a year and a half ago. It's the hardest right now for builders, and we are also in a huge inventory shortage. And so we cannot build homes fast enough to even come close to the shortage mm-hmm. and make up for that. And then they're having to deal with all the delays in construction. It's been really challenging for builders and people that are buying new and maybe having to go month to month on some rental properties or mm-hmm. whatever they're doing. So across the board, everybody's a little stressed out and a little bit frantic about, you know, your home is the biggest, yeah. the biggest factor in your life and then there's delays and then you're going to throw the mortgage rates on top of it yeah well that was supposed to close in february now rates are up a full percent which will i know we're going to talk about during this episode but that creates that extra anxiety mm-hmm. and also cost because yeah. there is a cost when those rates go up absolutely well, let's get into it all right So, like I said before, you know, selling season is upon us. I'm sure you've been starting to get a flurry of applications. I know I've sent a couple your way. Mm-hmm. How how does that affect your business? I mean, when do you see the biggest ramp up? So, we usually see it in spring. Okay. Um, so, it's kind of funny. Like, historically, looking at the busiest times as far as closings, we're looking usually at March. You see a lot mm-hmm. of closings. Um, June is a big month for closings. Usually August is because people are trying to move and get in for school zones. Right. Um, ironically, so is October and then December is year end and people trying to get in before the holidays. So historically, those are your busy months. But I mean, honestly, the last couple of years and rates being as low as is every single month is busy. So the I'm way sure. our um, stream comes, you know, our applications, people apply and then they're out there house hunting. And so you're kind of managing the applications plus the contract to close side of it at the same time. And what we see as a challenge is our clients get pre-approved, but because there is no inventory here in Nashville in the middle Tennessee kind of area, it's very hard and negotiations. And so if you're not pre-approved yet, you need to get pre-approved because, um, I mean, like you said, we are hitting buying season and there's multiple bids, there's mm-hmm. cash, full cash offers. And so you really got to have a strong pre-approval letter in today's market. So what we did is we kind of ramp up for those seasons. And so we've brought on three new team members awesome. to be able to execute quicker for pre-approvals and then also um, have the back end of our team literally manage contract to close. So I know in the old days you were just like, I'm your loan officer. I'm going to work with you. But in today's environment, you do have to have a team to keep things moving and moving at the fast pace that technology has has just brought to our industry. Absolutely. I mean, with selling season starting historically for real estate agents, the first I read this about a month ago, the the first week of April has the highest number of contracts like contracts signed than any other week the entire year. So April 1st is gangbusters for real estate contracts and people really hoping to get a new home Mm -hmm. after school gets out. And I realized, you know, 
spring break. Everybody's coming back from spring break. Mm -hmm. They are ready to hit Mm -hmm. the pavement. And to your point, in our market, because interest rates are so low and because inventory is so low, they may get pre-approved. But then, I mean, I'm part of all these brokerage networks and everybody's like, woe is me. We've lost out on 10 different bidding wars. And how do we get our buyers into a home when there's just not any homes available? And I always tell our clients, you know, setting expectations on the front end is really important. And so we kind of do a different strategy for our buyers going into selling season and really look for those properties that don't have an instant bidding war. Yeah. And so if you see it pop up and it's still there past the weekend, then we go and we look. So you kind of minimize having mm-hmm. to get into those bidding wars where you, normal, even c- conventional loan buyers cannot compete with the cash 10, 10% over ask price that's happening in our real estate market. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at some cases that are 10 to 20,000 over list price yes. in these bidding wars. Absolutely. And they need a lot of cosmetic work in some cases too. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. So if, if you're a seller out there, now is the time. The time to, it to is totally it. a seller's market. There's inventory that's needed. You're getting higher prices than what you normally would um, just because of the demand. Absolutely. And then also, you know, when you're getting a loan, uh, getting that pre-approval and having a really good lender is critical because, I know for our clients, you've always had their back in making sure the paperwork is done in advance so we're not delaying closing and then having a seller say, well, I've got all these backup offers in the wings mm-hmm. and they're you know 30K over now. Like You don't have mm-hmm. that risk in mm-hmm. your contract that a mm-hmm. lot of people are experiencing. A lot of, unfortunately, you know, people can get pretty greedy when it comes to their real estate transactions. Yeah. If they have a backup offer that's higher than if you don't meet your contract date, they're not given extensions. And that's probably in doing this, you know, for 26 years, Mm -hmm. that has been something the last two years that has been more common to see. And just, and just disheartening too, because yeah. you've got someone, you know, your buyer that's trying to get in and sometimes there's delays beyond their control and mm-hmm. sometimes it's a home inspection and they just won't work through, right. um, repair requests. Mm-hmm. And then if you do have like an FHA or a VA or a THDA, they have additional inspection repair requirements that can mm-hmm. flag up on a property and you may be 10 days away from closing and not be able to close because the seller has decided they want to go with a different type of loan. Yeah. So that goes back to your always say you have to work with a professional real estate agent yeah. that knows the market right now, knows how to navigate those waters because it is it is probably the strongest market that I've seen in my career. Right. And you can't just go to that friend or that agent that does 10, 10 families a year. I mean, part time. Yes. Because they just, there's too many moving parts. And um, I was talking to someone last week and it was so interesting to me. We're having a conversation that there is more licensed real estate agents than there is inventory. I saw that the other day and I was like, no way, but it it Mm -hmm. popped up in the discussion. And uh, a lot of those agents are unfortunately not trained Mm -hmm. and they don't know what to do. And so it's putting a lot of pressure on our broke the brokers <laughs> to yeah. say, no, you, if you don't meet these contracts, you're dead in the water. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, it is your fault. And having a little bit more of a tough love I've had to have over the past couple of months, just as yeah, people are more competitive. So it is buying season. It's exciting. Um, starting to see some good weather coming around yeah. the corner. We had some pretty nice days. So excited to see that. Um, ready for some Easter fun. Definitely. And um, we might have some fun announcements about that soon too. Perfect. Real Estate Radio is brought to you by Tim Sedlick with HQ Insurance. Tim is an independent agent who can compare home and auto insurance from top-rated companies and help find the policies that are best fit for you. So he essentially, he works for you with very affordable rates and some of the best policies around. Tim finds that he can usually help you find the same or better coverage and at a better rate. What's more, he can customize the details to give you the protection you need for your specific situation. Tim and his support team provide high-quality customer service and go above and beyond for their clients. Insurance isn't a one-size-fits-all, and Tim loves to help guide his customers through the choices and the options. He also realizes insurance is not at the top of most people's fund list, so he makes the process smooth and easy. A quick phone call to Tim at 615-884-3411 could save you hundreds or even thousands a year on your home and auto insurance. Tim has years of experience in the insurance industry. He's very knowledgeable and has a passion for helping people. Take advantage of a free quote or an in-depth insurance review today. Don't wait. Call Tim Selick with HQ Insurance at 615-884-3411. Well, welcome back. So now we're going to dip into the not so fun piece of April. Uh, Obviously, it's fun thinking about new homes or selling or moving and uh, kind of spring cleaning, decluttering all the all the excitement that comes Easter, all the excitement that comes along with spring. But a lot of people, you know, tax season is just a couple weeks away for your filings. Mm -hmm. And I've been wondering, because this kind of comes up, is like, when do you start getting pre-approved? You know, you said it's important to go ahead and get a strong pre-approval letter. Mm -hmm. But what if maybe you didn't make as much money last year, or you might have gotten a PPP loan, or how does that impact your pre-approval if you start before or after taxes? So um, two different ways you can look at it. If you're a W-2 type employee, Um, if you went through a COVID and you're back full-time getting full pay, then you're fine. So you Mm -hmm. might have a decline in income for 2020. Where we see the most challenging is on our um, entrepreneurs, our self-employed clients. And that is, you know, you can't give income for the PPO loan. And so therefore it does, it is a reality of declining income. Right. And the biggest thing that the guidelines change, they do make it a little harder now because of COVID. So used to, you always had to have a profit and loss statement does not have to be audited, but now they've added. um, So let's say right now, you have to have your returns. Mm-hmm. The profit and loss statement has to be your year to date outside of your tax year. And now they added where you've got to have two to three months bank statements from that business to show that it's liquid again, that it is, you know, showing generating revenue, which we've not had to do that before. Interesting. And so that is something that was added on top of it. If you do have a decline, 
um, then you have to you know explain that. Usually your CPA can come in and explain that. Mm-hmm. And as long as you can show that the business is back up and running, then usually we can get an exception with that. But we do have a lot of clients right now that are waiting to see what um, what 2020 is going to look like with their CPA. And so they're actually going to send me the tax returns to look at it just to see how does that affect their qualification before they file them. Right, because I know uh, in years past, I was actually took less tax deductions to show a higher income mm-hmm. so that I could get pre-approved for a higher loan amount. And so there are some strategies that it's worth giving Tanya a call on the front end uh, before speaking with your, you know, before actually filing your tax return so that y'all are both on the same page about the implications of what tweaks how that affects their qualification or if they have a pre-approval letter and you're Mm -hmm. self-employed and now you're going to file if that is a declining income without justification, then that could void out your pre-approval letter. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about that a lot of people don't understand, but I always do say this. Let me put this disclaimer. I'm not a CPA. Right. I'm going to look at your tax returns and just tell you qualifying income that can be used. Um, and don't encourage anyone to change their taxes. I just give them the facts. And if you want to still con- maximize your deductions, please do. Just know what it does on the other side when you mm-hmm. go to get a mortgage. Um, so I wanted to put that out there. But um, one thing that a lot of people don't realize, and this is kind of popular in our country right now, I think a lot in Nashville, um, more so than I've seen before, but Airbnbs. Right. And if you have Airbnb income, a lot of people are renting Airbnb in their main home now because of the codes and stuff that's changed. And so if you, if you put that income on a schedule E, then from an underwriting standpoint, if it's tied to your primary residence, they're not going to give you credit for that. Interesting. And you also have to have two years of that Airbnb income. But again, if it's on your primary residence, they're not going to give you the income for it. So I choose from a tax standpoint, because I do Airbnb, my main home, um, I file um, a sole proprietorship and I have a business that I Takes run all that. of my rentals and Airbnb income in. So it's more of a Schedule C. You still have to have a two-year history, but it's a Schedule C real estate marketing company. And so therefore, I might pay more taxes because I'm not using my Schedule E depreciations that I should, but it helps me when it comes to being able to leverage income. Absolutely. Well, I mean, even Tom and I, before the new year, I was like, whatever we're doing with our finances, we need to do before we file these new taxes Mm -hmm. because the commercial side of our business took a big hit last year. And that will definitely affect what we qualify for from an investment standpoint Mm -hmm. going into next year. But I do say like, it's important to at least have a conversation with you. If you're looking to buy this summer, uh, before you file just to say, okay, this is what you can plan for. And it's an easy mm-hmm. call. Where do they call? Um, 615-300-0794 is our office number 300-0794. Um, one other small tip is when you're doing a schedule C, if you're a husband and wife, if you're not running it together, mm-hmm. let's say for example, husband has all the W2 income, wife is doing a schedule C, but has a loss. 
if that, that Schedule C has both of their names on there, then I'm going to have to deduct that income versus just using the husband's His. income. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, so, so we've saved deals like that before too. Um, so those are just little things from the loan side that we can help you before you file your taxes. And I love working with Tanya and her team because they do have so much experience working with investors and sole proprietors and getting creative with how they present the information to still allow you to invest in real estate, whether it's your primary residence or an investment mm-hmm. portfolio piece, because you. you're used to doing that for your clients. And my clients have been extremely happy with that. Um, as we go into spring, you know, I'm just looking at getting buyers and sellers ready. Mm-hmm. And that's part of it. Also look into <laughs> I've still got to do my taxes, but they're at least, I know what the I damage started, is. But I still <laughs> got to finish them. <laughs> Thank goodness I've got a great CPA helping me with that. And, uh, but we are looking at just getting the season going and then wanted to talk real quickly about a giveaway mm-hmm. that we're doing before Easter. And uh, we're planning a lot of fun. I know new families, mm-hmm. it's ex- an exciting time. So, We're going to be doing an Easter Bunny photo shoot at our Southern Athena office this first week in April. Mm -hmm. And so would love for you to check us out on social media at Southern Athena for the details and to book your spot. And then we will have an Easter Bunny. So if you want to get COVID-friendly photos with your kids Mm -hmm. or you don't want to go to the mall, I don't know if they're even doing that kind of thing at the mall anymore. We really appreciate you listening in and wanted to offer that mm-hmm. to our listeners. And we'll have light refreshments there. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So parents can t- kind of take a break from mm-hmm. all the extra kids they've had, <laughs> kid time they've had, yeah. and still enjoy some cute photo shoots in a safe environment. And then that's a wonderful way for us to meet you in person. Uh, we are also super excited. We've expanded our podcast reach so Mm -hmm. now we're on spotify we're on itunes and apple podcasts and then we're also on iHeartRadio. and eliza is helping getting even more but you can follow along and listen at uh, realestateradio.tv and then on both of our social media handles mine's at southern athena and mine's at meet tanya Perfect. So we can't wait to connect and please do follow and listen. And we look forward to seeing you for our Easter giveaway. 